Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast with a man who has seven raccoons on his desk. That's me, Chuck P. With me, as always, is the man who is always hungry like the wolf, Derdan Derdan. Dan, what are we going to do? Well, that's the best one yet, and we're here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. I'm excited. Behind the MacBook, we have the master of our mixer, Gyro. Wow. Wow. Hello. Oh. Yeah, as if people were already having enough trouble hearing you. It's uh, nice to be here. You forgot you had a microphone. Well, we're yeah, glad yeah, you yeah. showed up. Jeez Louise. Talk oh about making an entrance. Gosh. Pause for <laughs> suspense. Hello, everyone. Hi, it's You've good to it. see you. You've made it. How have you guys been this week? Oh, not too bad. Oh, I love it. Not too bad. Uh, I heard you, you were in Chicago, like always, Dan. I was in Chicago. Uh-huh. And I got you to do the... Touristy stuff? Do the touristy stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you do? The, went up the Willis Tower, which is the Sears Tower. Yeah, it's the Sears Tower. I won't recognize I was informed that people in Chicago still call it the Sears Tower, even yes. though it has Willis Tower on it. They Like the people who work there still call it the right. Sears Tower. Yes. Well, I've yes. only ever gone to Sears to get um, a washing machine, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I've, I got a drill. I got a drill from Sears one time. Nice. It was a long time ago. So how was the tower? It's the tower, tall. The tower was tall. So um, for anybody thinking about going in the future, uh-huh. eat before you go, <laughs> unless you're going to get the fast pass. Right. Because... We didn't know. We've never been there before. Uh-huh. And so there's a line out the door. It's like, oh, that's, you know. What time did you get there? Back. We got there around 545. Okay. So there's a line out the door before you even get in. So it's like, okay, well, you know, we figured there was going to be a line. Mm-hmm. The line goes pretty quick. So you get inside. There's a little more mazes. And you get to the elevator. It's like, right. oh, shoot. That's not bad. The isn't elevator. There, we're already there. Isn't there a statue of, like, Oprah you can hug? You can't hug it. Oh. There is definitely a statue of her, though. Okay, cool. So That's fine. So you get in, uh-huh. and you get to the elevator. Right. It's like, okay, cool. Wow, we're already at the elevator. This is awesome. Right. And it takes you up halfway real fast. Mm-hmm. And then there's another series of lines. Yeah. And then you have to wait through those. So you're waiting through, waiting through, waiting through, waiting through. And then you get up to the top. Right. Finally, mm-hmm. after about two hours of waiting, oh, look at the sites. Really Ooh. cool sites. Real pretty. Really fun. See the United Center? And then you have here? to wait to come down. There's a line to get out. There's too. a line to get out, which oh, I was gosh. not aware of. At that point, I had not had anything to eat since lunchtime. Oh boy. Yeah. So. So that was, it was it was much later. Much later. Got dinner, got dinner on ten o'clock. But anyway, we had a really good time. Chicago, fun city. Go check uh-huh. it out if you get the opportunity. Chicago. Now, speaking of cities, yeah, you were making a trek down to a little city as well. Yeah, I was in Nashville. Uh, getting my country and Western on. Yes. It was honky tonking all over the place. Yep. It was very fun. Um, yeah, I, I, as for those who may not know, I work for the Columbus Blue Jackets, the NHL team here in Columbus. And uh, the Blue Jackets were playing the Nashville Predators. And so we took a trip down, the whole team, um, the promo team did, uh, to watch our team play in Nashville. And we hung out there and I got to uh, babysit a bunch of adults who don't know how to take care of themselves, mm, yes. which was really fun. Um, I listened to a lot of country music and I stood on a balcony for like four hours, which was wonderful. I mean, if you've ever just hung out on a warm, breezy balcony, you know how amazing that experience can be. Yes. on a Nashville's spring night. Right. And it was like right in the middle of Broadway too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one of those super duper touristy places. 
called Honky Tonk Central. Naturally, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's three. There's three stories, and each story has a different live band playing. Interesting. And surprisingly, it doesn't like spill over between each floor. Whoa. But it's oh my gosh, it was so cool. I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Dover, you were in the amazing city of D- Dayton, Ohio. How was that? Every weekend. Every weekend. Dayton, Ohio. It's great. Oh, boy. Well, that but sounds just as drum, exciting. Drumline's almost over. <laughs> almost. Just, uh, just a couple weeks left. Well, we've had an exciting time. The NBA has had an exciting week. We want to talk about our favorite things that happened in the NBA this week. So let's just get started. Right into it. And here we go. LeBron James goes for 36 rebounds, five assists versus Brooklyn, 35 and five. Now that's his seventh one this year. And in case you're wondering, LeBron James has gone for more than seven 35 and fives every single year of his career, except his rookie season. This is actually the least he's gotten since his rookie year. Wow. A little surprising. A little surprising. Speaking of guys that they wish they could go back to the time where they were in their rookie year, (laughs) Derrick Rose going kind of back in time here with his third 30-point game of the year versus New York Knicks. It's one of those things that's sad to watch. It's sad to see. Mm -hmm. You wish Derrick Rose could somehow get back to where he was five years ago. Right. It's just looking more and more like it's not going to happen. Miles Turner, we're staying in the same division for the first three. Uh, Miles Turner, 24 points, 16 rebounds, is turning into the athletic freak that we wanted him to be. Yes. Uh, I mean, well, he's always been the athletic freak, but he's just turning into the NBA player at that athletic freak level. Um, we, just, we hit on that halfway point. Yeah. Miles we, Turner was guys, hey, keep an eye on Miles Turner, oh, second man. half of the year, and he's really. He must, have, he must have heard us. It was probably us. Hey, Miles. Him. Miles, if you ever want to come on and talk to us, talk to two guys that really enjoy you. Come on. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, when he goes to Spain, is he referred to as Kilometers Turner? I think that's the only way they could do it over there. God, makes sense. Metric system. It's hard. Cool. Yes, Clay Thompson uh, and Steph Curry combined for 73 points, 40 for Clay, 33 for Steph versus the Dallas Mavericks. Two nights later, Clay goes for another 40 point game against our favorite team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Woo! Clay is just dialed in, ready to go for the playoff run for the uh, Warriors. LaMarcus Aldridge had himself a week, 32 points, 12 rebounds versus Memphis. And then a couple nights later had 31 points and 13 rebounds. Man, LMA, he's doing work. He's doing work for San Antonio. Consistent against the Grizzlies. Really doing Very consistent against the Grizzlies. James Harden, 32, 13, and 10. A triple-double against the Toronto Raptors on the 25th. And he is just doing his thing. James Harden, a couple nights later, 34-8-8 and versus the uh, Pacers. They are trying to get that eight spot. They're trying to move their way into the playoffs. They might be making a run late to get themselves in. We talked about the Miami Heat uh, last week. Miami Heat. Um, um, Miami Heat. Hassan Whiteside went 26-12 rebounds, five blocks versus Orlando. We love to see Hassan Whiteside doing well. You know, I'm just having a good day where I can't say words. So quit giving me weird looks, Dover. It's two weeks in a row. Yeah, mm. well. Words are hard. Yeah, they're real difficult. Hassan Whiteside. Yes. Whiteside. We'll make the Whites. seamless transition to yeah. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook combining for 60 against the San Antonio Spurs on the 26th. And then Russell Westbrook just does it again. Another triple-double mm. versus the Toronto Raptors. 26 12 and 11 that's a lot that's a lot russell westbrook my guy it is it is it is love that 16 triple double for us 
He ties Michael Jordan's uh, single-season mark of 16 triple-doubles in a season. He's one behind Magic Johnson now for the record for most triple-doubles in a season in 1989. Or 1988-1989, he has 17. He's there. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Russ is like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to get two more in the last two weeks of the season. I'm going to break that record. Russ is my guy. Well, speaking of triple doubles, LeBron James, 27, 11 rebounds, 10 assists versus the Knicks. And on my notes, it says that's a butt. Uh, I think, Dan, you you and I were on the good Google old, Doc at the same time. Good you, old butt emoji. You drew a butt. I love it. Yep. Thank you for that. LeBron James, uh, before you know, taking his uh, little sabbatical and, and trying his own little experiment on the bench, um, put down a triple double. Good Why for not? Him. Good for him. There you go. Good for him. Hey, speaking of guys that we all love to talk about and know uh-huh. plenty of things about, Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman, an 18.13 rebound performance versus the Chicago Bulls on the 26th. Dwayne Dedman getting yeah, some wow. run for the Magic and getting some buckets. You know, he was 9 of 14 from the floor. And when I'm looking through lines for each night and as I'm going through and, through and trying to figure out what I'm going to put in the show, it's really funny when I see a name I don't normally recognize. And so Dwayne Dedman was definitely one of them. I had to throw him up on this list. And then right before that, I um, or right before we started right now, I in the notes put uh, parentheses Orlando parentheses so I wouldn't forget that he played for the Magic. Nice job. Because I really wasn't sure. Really diving deep here mm-hmm. on uh, Hack of Chat. Oh, I love it. Moving on to a name that we all know, Kevin Durant. In that same game versus the Raptors, 34 points, 8 assists, 8 boards. He's coming back from that foot injury this season. It's not even an issue. He is such a baller. Love watching Kevin Durant. A guy whose name I really like to mispronounce, Nikola Mirotic, or as I like to say, Nikola Mirotic. Nice. I don't know. 28 and 10 versus uh, Indiana. I I just really like saying Nikola Mirotic. I wanted people to know that I say that. And it's nice to see him playing well, despite the fact that nobody else for the Bulls is. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Nick Batum, a guy that we've talked about over the last couple weeks, another triple-double for him, continues to play well. 19 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists against the Philadelphia 76ers. Another 76ers performance. And one away from the triple-double just the other night, Draymond Green, 15 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists. 9 assists versus Washington. That is a uh, calculating error. Yes. Uh, of not getting a triple double right there. Yes. That is that is uh, somebody being not liberal with the assists. No, definitely not. 12, 12 triple doubles on the season for him, so not too far behind. I know, right? He was Russell really giving it a run for his money, and yeah. then Russ went nuts. Yes. What are you going to do? Which he does. That's just a Russ thing to do. Exactly. You know, it, he's done it against some great teams. We want to talk about him playing against the Spurs. Well, just the whole Thunder team against the Spurs. Right. Well, It seemed like a really notable game when we're looking at the schedule. Well, yeah, so you're thinking to yourself, hey, man, down the stretch, you've got Thunder, Spurs, kind of... Two-three seed. Two-three seed, getting themselves ready to go for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then you pull up the box score, and you get a DNP from Kawhi Leonard. You get a DNP from Tim Duncan. And... DNP from Tony Parker. Wait, and? And a DNP from LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> so you get your four main players not playing in a game. And then a game where Danny Green only had two points. Two points from Danny Green. Two points from Danny Green. Love so one of those it. things where you look at it like, oh, wow, this is a, a marquee game for the NBA during that during this past week. The reality mm, was not quite. not quite. Not quite. Pop is just doing his, you know what? Whatever. We're we're we are where we are. We're gonna do what we're gonna do. Just relax. <laughs> Don't even come to the games. 
Get a foot massage on the sideline if you're there. Go get your dentist appointment. Yes. Then. You get a crown put in. That's fine. All of those things. I like that despite the fact that they realistically could go for a 70-win season. Right. They, he was just like, you know what? We're playing the Thunder tonight. Whatever. Never mind. Guys, yeah. just sit down. Let's yes. have Jonathan Simmons go run for a little while. The only thing that would make <laughs> it better is if Mike Miller somehow played on this team <laughs> and always got a DMP, but just laid on the ground like oh, yeah. he did for the Heat and for the Grizzlies for so long. Oh, just, just pulled a Larry the, Bird yeah, for a while. At the end of the bench, just on the ground, his Heat pack on his back, just <laughs> laying there. Like They could sign him what? for the playoffs just for that reason. I like that he's laying down like with a Heat with a heat pack on with no intentions of actually oh no in. no 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 oh i gotta stay warm for the uh walk back to the locker room later yeah yeah <laughs> gotta make sure i'm nice and loose so i don't slip and fall on the way back yeah i gotta give those high fives really good and uh, another notable game yeah te teams that might not be giving as many high fives no not at all <laughs> uh, another notable game that took place this week but not for the good reasons of it being a quality nba basketball Ooh. game the lakers versus the jazz yikes oh boy a 123 to 75 point just abomination of an NBA basketball game. I a 48 point loss for Is the that Lakers. bad? I think it's bad. Yeah, it seems bad. I don't know numbers though. Yeah, I was told there'd be no math. Yeah, but we, when we talked about this originally, it's like we're at no no numbers, right? No numbers. No numbers. And uh, that didn't work gosh. out at all because we had my to actually talk about basketball. Goodness. But yeah, it but, was. But speaking of the numbers, Rodney Hood goes for 30 points. Mm -hmm. Rodney Hood, the reindeer. Yes. The Very reindeer. Nice. Very nice. Love 11 it. of 13 from the field. He's a guy that has kind of been looked over. You know, he's a 6'8 shooting guard. He's a, yep. he's a lefty. He's mm -hmm. athletic. He can stroke it. He's a guy that's in this new NBA of you need wing defenders that can knock down shots. Mm -hmm. Is going to be making a name for himself and is going to be someone look going forward that will probably get a decent contract when right. it's time for him to really go into that free agency mm -hmm. area. But I think the Jazz will probably do their thing and try to keep this kind of core group of young guys together. If they can get a point guard with this team, they can be pretty dangerous. Right. Your guy, Shelvin Maxman, playing very well in that spot. Yeah. Um, well, and we'll see what happens when uh, Dante Exum comes back next exactly. year as well. Yeah. And and Rudy Gobert is just getting better and better and better. The yes. French rejection, as, yes. he, as he's called. Absolutely. Um, 19 rebounds in that game. 19 rebounds. Lots of opportunities to get the ball going off the rib in that game. Only yeah. 75 points for the Lakers, but 19 of them went to Rudy Gobert. Yeah, they're missing an awful lot. And, and you know, there was a real no-show from uh, one of the Lakers rookies. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell just... Seemed to not be making any sort of splash, though he was making a lot of noise. Yes. Well, he was he was on the floor. Oh, yes. He was definitely there. And he was doing a lot of this. Yeah. But then after a while realized, oh, that, that ball is not coming my way. Just a lot of clapping like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, guys, I'm over here. I'm, oh, wait, no, I'm I'm not going to get the ball. I want I wonder why. Well, we actually know why you're playing a little know coy. Why. Yes. You're playing a little, a little coy. Yeah. Um. Because there was a leaked um, video from D'Angelo Russell, allegedly. 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 We don't know. The, we don't know the whole story yet. So allegedly and, came uh, from came from D'Angelo Russell's cell phone. And if you haven't seen this video, it it is him recording a conversation with Nick Young, Swaggy P, Swaggy P, as he's called himself. There's not a P in his name. No, I don't. Whatever. Um, we love him anyway. He, they're having a conversation about something that's very important to Nick Young. Um, and uh, wh while this is happening, Nick Young is watching 
the news very loudly. Yes. I love it. If you haven't seen this video, we highly recommend you just pause right now. Just pause. Go look it up and watch. We'll wait. All right. We're not going to wait very long. We'll wait long enough. Like, because we'll, the thing with when you're listening to recorded pot, you can press pause on us. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to sit here for a minute and a half. Well, it's 39 seconds is the video. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll suggest they pause. They okay. pause. You pause it, watch it, and, and then, then come back to us. Okay. So you're back. So you just watched the video. So now you have to understand that this video is almost incomprehensible. Right. Tough we, to hear what they're saying. We really don't know what's going on. So we wanted to clear things up for you guys. Yes. And we're going to do it in, in a new segment that we're calling NBA role play. Yes. Oh, yeah. We don't have a fun imagination SpongeBob drop for imagining from role play. But, you know, we, you can imagine that we are. Yes. This is our imagination. We are role playing. Yes. Anyway, so here's what's going to happen is, is we're going to go through this video we're going to each take different parts and, and we're going to act this out and, and try to clear up this video for you guys. Correct. So I am going to be playing the part of Swaggy P. Nick Young. Nick Young, of course. Um, uh, Dan, you will be playing the part of D'Angelo Russell. Correct. And I have a cell phone ready and I'm actually going to be recording you while we do this. This will be good. We can save that for later. And uh, Dover, you have... Probably the most pivotal part. Oh, yeah. Most important part of the You are thing. playing the, the TV that is playing in the background of this video. Very loud TV. It's yeah. extremely loud. So uh, we're going to kick this off, and uh, we're going to run through a bit of uh, this video and, and just try and clear it up for you guys in our own way. So here we go. And action. Today on the 6 hey, o'clock news... Yeah. What's Two up? people are hey, yo, found hey, dead yo, in Nick. the park. D, what's up, man? Tell me. No suspects. Tell at me about this your. Point. Tell me about you. What you think about ribs, man? You like. You and like the weather. Ribs? Man, I love it ribs. It's cold. You like ribs? Hey, you know what? Hold on. I'm gonna mute the TV because it's the loudest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's a loud TV, bro. Okay, good. So much better. So, um, rib, man, you like ribs? I love ribs. Uh, honestly, like ribs are the greatest. Um, I have ribs all the time. Where you? Where you like? You like Chili's ribs? You like to go oh, to Chili's man. and get ribs? I love Chili's ribs. So what I do is I go to Chili's ribs because they're not like super spicy. But like, um, you know, I only get like a half rack though. But, but bro, you're like 30, man. You yeah. should be getting the full rack. Yeah, no, I know. Like, but like, so I got a half rack back home. And so I have the half rack at Chili's and then I can go home and then I can have a half rack there. So it's like a full rack. But uh, I got one of Chili's and then I got my one home. But you like 30 and that other half rack's like 19, right? No, nah, yeah, but I mean, it's fine or whatever. But like Chili's is great though. But so like. I got to have that. So you ever try, you ever tried Applebee's? Not Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, no, no. That's yeah. ridiculous. Because, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Applebee's. Applebee's. Uh, didn't love it. Didn't love Applebee's. Uh, and then like I tried Chili's and like Chili's was great. And like Applebee's and Chili's are like friends. So like I didn't want them to find out that was going on. Plus I got my, my half rack back at home and it's like, I didn't want that half rack to find out. And so, um, so like when I go to Applebee's, I just like get the steak. Okay, cool, steak bro. There. Hey bro. Hey bro. Yeah. I, I just got this whole thing on film, man. What? Yeah. And scene. See, there you go. See, that is what happened. That's what you, that's how you get quality mm -hmm. breakdown. Mm-hmm. That's what you come to this podcast for. You get quality breakdowns of what's really happening behind the scenes in the NBA. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yes. The the, the line of questioning coming from D'Angelo Russell. Right. Um, One the, might say baiting. 
I maybe, maybe yes. A little bit. A little bit. I'd say he was leading the witness. Yes, just a tad. That might be an objection in a court of law. Right. And it might be sustained. Possibly. And there is overruled is also something that people, judges say. Um, and so, Huh? Gavels is another thing. Yeah, and a wig. Yeah. Um, and so the, the questions that he was talking about is asking if he ever tries ribs away from home. Apparently, Nick Young has ribs at home that he really likes. Yes. But he also wants some side ribs. Right. And then, um, and then he's asking if he ever goes to try some ribs he's already had before that is like friends with his current ribs. And, so he can't uh, do that. He can't do that. He can't because, do that. Because if the one rib location, Applebee's, mm -hmm. were to find out, or if the Chili's were to find out that he was trying with Applebee's, then there right. might be a problem at home with that half rack of ribs we were talking about. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, there's one of the managers whose roommates, one of the managers at Applebee's whose roommates with one of the cooks at Chili's. Yeah. And like they talk about it all the time. Right. So that'd be a problem. That'd be a big problem. Yeah. So, so what are uh, we really talking about here? Oh, we're, we're talking about Iggy Azalea. In right. Case you didn't know that. Right. Um, really, this was D'Angelo Russell trying to get Nick Young to say that he's been cheating on his girlfriend. Yes, essentially. On tape. On tape. In their hotel room while watching the one o'clock local news. Yes. Lots of just information flowing in the background. It's too much. Thank honestly. you, Gyro, for playing that role for yeah, us. Yeah, you did a great job. I didn't Thanks. know. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. I thought, honestly, I thought you had turned on the real news. Yes. So yeah. you did wonderful. That weather, um, the weather forecast was great. By yes. So, Dan, why in the world would D'Angelo Russell do this to his own teammate? So my only thought has to be something along the lines of, you know, Nick Young is a pretty extravagant guy. Yeah. He runs around a ton. Uh -huh. My guess, and he's like, he's in those circles of like celebrities and kind of the folks that D'Angelo Russell is still trying to like get to know and meet out there. My, right. Here's my guess. My guess is that Nick Young did something to D'Angelo Russell that D'Angelo Russell did not like, mm -hmm. probably with a girl, if I had to guess. Hmm. And, I and mean, this is pure speculation on our point because we don't know. Right. We're not out there. We're a... not Ramona Shelburne. We're not the beat writer for ESPN right. for the Lakers. So we don't know. But this is purely speculation. So my guess is that Nick Young did something that made D'Angelo Russell upset as right. far as like getting something out there with a girl, with something, I don't know. I mean, that's always motivation number one. Right. So that, so that is my guess. Mm -hmm. My guess is that that's what happened. So, so his way of getting back at Nick Young would be to mess up his relationship with his now fiance, Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Right. So are they not married yet? This is the longest... Oh my gosh, Pam Beasley and Roy had a shorter engagement than this. Yeah, nice, nice office reference. Very Thanks. good. I've been watching a lot. Yes. So my guess is that he was he had that, and I, I don't know that he was wanting it to come out, but I think he wanted it as a like, hey, I've got this on Nick Young now, mm -hmm. in case he does something like this again. I can say, hey, look, bro, I got a video of you talking about hooking up with other girls while you're engaged to Iggy. You know, and, and this is a a real. Uh, childish thing to do like you can tell that russ like he is an actual 19 year old exactly like you can tell that this this is a, a, a poor choice yeah immature move here right and uh the lakers responded right and we saw it in that jazz game where it was a lot of him not getting the ball yeah i mean if you go back and watch some of the highlights of this game there are times where they're setting screens and guys are like rolling right in front of where D'Angelo Russell is on the floor. Oh yeah. There's there's one specific where 
Roy Hibbert is playing kind of off the ball on the backside mm-hmm. and is flashing right in front of D'Angelo Russell <laughs> the entire possession on the backside. And D'Angelo Russell is kind of standing there. There's a couple in the second half where Jordan Clarkson comes off a ball screen. His man collapses in, and D'Angelo's just standing there and refuses to pass it to him. Right. And kind of brings it back out and finds a reversal and gets it to Roy Hibbert on the block. <laughs> it was just very apparent. I think, you know, watching the game before what? this came out, you wouldn't know. Like, right. why? What, what are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. we probably would have noticed it. And then after it comes out, it's, oh, wow, this is very apparent that guys on the team don't want to touch the ball. I mean, it's coming out now that guys on the team are leaving rooms that he's in. Right. Guys on the team are not sitting him with him while they eat or while they're on the bus. Oh, like, there's, they've completely just Dwight Schrute shunned him. <laughs> Second office reference nice. to this. And it's really interesting how the Lakers are going to respond to this because that's a key building block for them going forward, D'Angelo right. Russell. I mean, you're kind of hoping that Jordan Clarkson – Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell are your three guys going forward to mm-hmm. then pair with a like Ben Simmons or Brandon Ingram or somebody like that in this year's draft. Right. And if this guy has been completely shunned by everybody on the team, that's not a good start. That is not a good core to start with oh, going man. into next season. And it was, I mean, and you could tell that this threw D'Angelo off. Like there was at one point, there was a three on one break. And instead of, um, clearing out to the to the shoulder while Jordan Clarkson comes in down low on the baseline he he just decides to run right into Jordan Clarkson oh yeah exactly like he just doesn't know where to be at this point he's yeah, he was totally thrown off his game this is not great first i mean he just hasn't gotten a lot of playing time because Byron Scott um, decides really weird things. Doesn't like threes and doesn't like young guys to play and develop. Apparently. Yeah, he just doesn't uh, enjoy getting better. Right. Um, and so he hasn't seen a lot of minutes to begin with. And this is not a great situation for him to be in. He's no. not going to get much better doing this. No, absolutely not. And that's the thing that's kind of a bummer is mm-hmm. he has a lot of talent. Right. Daniel Russell speaking. And Nick Young is a guy that going forward is probably not going to be a key piece to what the Lakers are trying to build. Mm-hmm. And you have to wonder that the, you know, mindset within the organization is, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Swaggy right. P's a guy who's going to be not on the team, not right. on the organization yeah. going forward. This and is a guy we're hitching our wagon to. Uh-huh. And everyone, this is the worst situation we've could have had happen. Right. It, it would be one thing if uh, Swaggy P was doing something bad against um, uh, against D'Angelo. Correct. Yeah. Like, if it was the other way around, like, all right, well, Swaggy's like an older guy. You know, we, we he wasn't long term in the first place, so it'd right. be all right. But with <laughs> D'Angelo being the one who they want to stick around for a while, this kind of sucks. The locker room must be atrocious. Yeah, and I mean it's it's fortunate that there are what eight games left in the season, right? So hopefully it's kind of one of those things that it's forgotten. Guys mm-hmm. can kind of move on and they get the stink off the season out of that locker room, and they just completely overhaul management, coaching, everything. And they can kind of just start from scratch and hopefully D'Angelo can make amends with the guys he needs to make amends with going forward and can they can start to really build what they're trying to build post Kobe. How po- how pissed do you think Kobe is right now? He's I like, don't think he cares, man. Really? I, I think he does. Like he's had this uh, big parade going on for him for the past few months ever since he announced that this was going to be his retirement year. And now there's two weeks left of his career. That's a good point. And every beat reporter is trying to figure out did Swaggy P and D'Angelo Russell sit next to each other on the bus? Like was somebody were they on different planes? What was going on? like Yeah. Like that's what the talk is now not um 
what is Kobe doing every yeah. moment of every game? Because yeah, I would out. say that does take away from the look at me. Right, Kobe. this is spotlight. This is his yeah. Yeah. final uh, NBA two weeks. Like right. this is it, and and every all of the attention is going on to this petty little fight here. Exactly, and again, we we touched on D'Angelo's youth, mm-hmm. and it's such a bummer because like right. he he is a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to learn his way. I mean, he's he's given the company line of old oh, Kobe is you know there. He's awesome. I can learn from him. This is so good. I'm I'm feeling like I'm like getting a good day in day out. What it's like to be a pro, right? But I think the reality is he's not doing anything like that for mm-hmm. him. Because if he was, I mean, he probably still do some dumb things within what he's doing. But I don't think it would be as bad as what we're seeing right now. Right. But again, we. I mean, look, I don't have Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't have stuff works. Iggy Iggy tweeted it at, at D'Angelo. Uh, it was real great. He just gave a gave a line about, oh, okay, you're you're some big kid now. Right? Uh, do you know who I am? Right. It was real great. So, um, well, she was like, she actually thanked him. She's like, thanks, bro. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Just gave this line. Was like, oh, this is fun. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Uh, right now on the iPad there is breaking news from NBA, and it's an NBA video. Lakers D'Angelo Russell quote wishes he could make things better right away after incident involving Nick Young. Like this is the pings happening on ESPN right now. Breaking news. Breaking news on Hackachat. Breaking news. Well, we're not breaking the news. You're right. ESPN, <laughs> ESPN breaking break, news. But no, like this is the breaking news is D'Angelo Russell wishes things weren't terrible. What's funny? I think that's just kind of a. It speaks to. <laughs> We're look. We're we're two weeks left in the regular season. Everyone's kind of ready for the playoffs. Yeah, we are. You know, the for the most part, there's not going to be a huge run for those eight seeds in the East and West. It's mm-hmm. pretty much set on what it's going to be. Let's just get the real thing started. So now we're just going to leap or just grab onto anything we can get a story out of. And unfortunately, it's one of our guys, D'Angelo Russell, who we have high hopes for going forward. Right. Well, as the media wants to talk about these non-playoff things going on, we want to talk about some teams who are trying to make a difference in the postseason. We're going to talk about a couple teams and where they're at right now. I, You know, I say we turn this into a little bit of there it is, there it ain't. I like that idea. And we're here. We might as well. Yep. So uh, there it is. Right now, we'll start out with the Atlanta Hawks. They've won 12 of their last 14. And somebody asked me, if I could get more into some of the advanced stats. And so I went advanced stats on this. Yeah, man. Thanks for that feedback, y'all. We yeah. appreciate you guys uh, giving us some, some things we want to work on and some do, do better. Yeah. So we'll talk about the Atlanta Hawks. They have a net rating right now of 11.4. In case you don't know what net rating is, spell it out for them. I'll give it. So there's, you get your two ratings, your offensive and your defensive. And I'm going to use the Atlanta Hawks as a little proxy here. Their offensive rating since March 4th is 106.9, which means that they are averaging. 106.9 points per 100 possessions. Correct. Their defensive rating is 95.5, which means they are averaging or they're giving up an average of 95.5 points per 100 possessions. Correct. And that's actually second in the league uh, since March 4th behind the Spurs is 95.5. Pretty good. Well, it makes sense because, I mean, think about it. You've got Mike Boonholzer, who is a mm-hmm. Spurs disciple, right? Now running the show in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they are kind of doing similar type. I like to say Spursian yeah. things. Oh, everyone likes to say Spursian. We love that stuff. Yes. And so uh, you take the offensive, you subtract the defensive. That gives you your net rating. And that's essentially um, your points differential per 100 possessions. For the Atlanta Hawks, it's 11.4, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. 
Uh, they also have a great assist percentage. It's 66.8, second only behind one of the greatest offensive teams we've seen in a long, long time, the Golden State Warriors. I think that I mean, we, we've watched the Hawks over the last two years under Mike Budenholzer, and we've mm-hmm. seen them not have a absolute star. Right. So what does that mean? That means that Buds going, is going to get coach of the year. I sure hope so. <laughs> now what it means he is did last year. Yeah, he did. So yeah. what it means is you've got a bunch of really quality, smart NBA guys mm-hmm. who know how to play within the system. And again, we've talked about this with the Spurs. It's like it's not who scores, mm-hmm. but that the Spurs score with the Hawks, you've got five guys to eight guys playing that look, it really doesn't matter. Right. Just as long as the ball goes in and it's going in for them at a very high rate right now. Yeah, well, and they have guys who are playing at a very consistent level. Uh, you got Hor- Horford is playing 15 points, seven rebounds a game. You got Teague over there, 14 points, eight assists a game. Corver has brought his average back up. Yeah, he was, was a struggle there for a bit. He was struggling, but, I mean, since March uh, 4th, he's up to 46% from three, which is great. Which is kind of where he was a year ago. Yeah, and, um, and then you also have Millsap, who's – Super underrated. He's doing 16 points a game, nine rebounds. Again, these are stats since March 4th. Correct. Since these 14 games they've been playing. And he's also like third in the league in defensive win shares. Um, he is responsible for the sec- or the third most amount of wins on the defensive end, which is a crazy stat considering you don't think of Paul Millsap as this amazing defensive stopper. No, because he's not super athletic. Right. He's very understated. His game is not loud. His abilities don't seem like he is mm-hmm. otherworldly like a lot of the guys we talk about on a regular basis. But he's a guy who's just consistent, knows where to be at all times on the defensive end of the ball, and is just a guy that you want to play with. And that's what the Hawks have is they have a bunch of guys who you just want to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, Paul Millsap, he's been an all-star for the last few years. He's been playing great. The Atlanta Hawks, they're playing great going into the postseason. They're right now in the third spot for the East. Uh, maybe they can keep it and see if they can make a run. So Atlanta Hawks? There it is! There it ain't. Unfortunately, we have to... We've talked about this team in the past, and uh, they were on some there it ain'ts because of their injuries. There, It was their injury list that became the there it ain't. And, and right. since then, we thought this team's going to struggle. And struggle they have done. Definitely. They definitely have done that. And we're not, I mean, are you? Are we surprised? Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. They're playing guys good. that weren't in the league mm-hmm. or have been kind of cast off. Briante Weber. Yeah. You got Jason Lance Stevenson as a go-to guy. <laughs> that McCallum. is a problem. Yeah, it's not great. No, uh, not at all. But let's get in some of the numbers, though, Chuck. They've lost seven of their last nine. Their net is negative 12.5. Negative twelve point five. They're uh, averaging one, or I'm sorry, twelve point five points less than their opponents every one hundred possessions. I'm going to try and break this down each time we do it. Yes. In case you don't know these, some of these advanced stats, just break it down a little bit. They have a eleven one hundred and eleven point six as their defensive rating, which is the second worst since March twelfth. The Lakers are the only ones that are worst, and and and, and that's not a group you want to be entangled with right now right and and, you know so they're doing real bad on the defensive end yes which say the the, least yeah the grizzlies you know they've been known for but you know they've lost marcus saul defensive player of the year the anchor of that defense correct and things have fallen apart and their offensive side isn't helping either their last in true true shooting percentage and, and second to last in effective field goal percentage which is a way of 
combining all of your shooting percentages and, and averaging it out based on how effective it is based on a three-pointer, a two-pointer, or a free throw. Correct. And so that's where a lot of these stats come from. There's also Google, which will help you understand this more Definitely. as well. Um, sport, sport VU. Sport VU is awesome. Very interesting things you can learn about mm-hmm. the advanced statistics. And all most of these are all coming from NBA.com slash stats. Yeah. If you want to find awesome stats, if you want to get lost in statistics, NBA.com slash stats. So good. But we'll say this finally about the Grizzlies. Even mm-hmm. though they're in that there it ain't right now, they're still fifth. Fifth. Fifth in the they West. Are fifth in the West. Game and a half up on Portland. And, I mean, we're looking at two weeks left in the season. It's possible that they're going to sneak their way in, stay in that range of the five to eight, and play in a playoff series. Now, I would hate to be – Oh, man. I would hate to watch them play the likes of the, you know, Thunder or Spurs. Well, right now – Warriors in the first round. Right, right now, now they're matched match up against the Clippers. The Clippers. And if they get any worse, then it'll be the Thunder or the Spurs or the Warriors. And that would just be a bloodbath. And that's so upsetting. I think this might be one of the worst teams. I mean, just because of all these injuries, this might be one of the worst teams we ever had in the playoffs. It's possible. It's yeah. real sad. And it's sad because it's it's really not indicative of who they are. Right. This is not the Grizzlies. No. This is the B team right now. Exactly. And and <laughs> some of the 10-day contract guys. It's real yeah. disappointing. So Memphis Grizzlies, they ain't. ain't. The Utah Jazz, we've already hit on a bit. We've seen Ricky Hood doing really well. The Stifle Tower is killing Real it. quick, Rodney Hood. Oh, what did I say? Ricky Hood. It's okay. Ricky Hood. Yeah. Rodney Hood. I'm thinking of Ricky Williams from the, um, from the University of Texas. Actually, I went to high school with Ricky Hood. Well, there you go. Oh, Dover yeah. and I went to high school with Ricky oh, Hood. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> Rodney Hood. Shout show. out to Ricky Hood. Yeah. And now we'll talk about the Utah Jazz's Rodney Hood. Yeah, Rodney Hood. We've already talked about him playing really well. Shelvin Mack has been, I've been tooting that horn for a while. I love that. Uh, they have a 94.6 defensive rating, which is the best in the league since uh, March 11th. And since that day, they've won eight of their last 10. Yep. You know, they're trying to make a push in the standings. See what if they can make an impact on the NBA's uh, offseason, uh, offseason, postseason, excuse me. Derek Favors is, is 16 points, eight rebounds. Rudy Gobert, uh, he's also had 11 rebounds a game since that point. 55.2 is their rebound percentage which is, you know, percentage of rebounds they're getting total. And um, that's second best in the league since that mark. So they've been playing really well. We've poked about that for a while. Yes, they are in that 7C, 37 Mm -hmm. and 37 as of right now. We're recording on a Wednesday. Right. 37 and 37. It's looking like they're going to make that push and get into the playoffs. For them, we know, hey, it's not going to be a make a bunch of noise, but with the young guys they have on the roster, let's get them some playoff experience and -hmm. let them feel like, Hey, this is what the playoffs feel like as opposed to what a regular season game playoffs playoff playoff. Oh, hmm. regular season game is like now I'm struggling. See, I, it's just I'm passing it on. I think passing it on. It it's coming out. My bad. I'm sorry. Kind of like the Green Mile. <laughs> All right. So, um, speaking of teams that have been injured, holy crap! The New Orleans Pelicans. Man, oh man. So they've lost so Anthony rough. Davis. Yep. Uh, they've lost a number of other role guys. I mean, Eric Gordon's not coming back. Also. Drew Holiday, Alonzo G just announced they're out for the season uh, as well. And so I wanted to play a little game with you. Let's, let's, let's play the game. The Pelicans have had some health issues this whole year. And I wanted to see how well you've been keeping track of the Pelicans roster because okay. of all of these changes. So this is a game. It's pretty simple. It's called Pelican or Pelicant. And so you tell me 
if I'm gonna I'm gonna name you a player exactly, and if they have played for the Pelicans this year, you're gonna say they Pelican. If they have not played for the Pelicans this year, you're gonna say Pelican. Pelican. I did not tell you this was coming. Beforehand. You did not tell me beforehand because so I, I did not want you to have any time to look up anything at all. And I did not. And I'm really glad about it. So first name. Okay. Tony Douglas. Tony Douglas is a Pelican. Pelican. That is yes. correct. Yes. Tony I've actually Douglas. seen enough of Pelicans games this season to know that he has been on the roster and played. He's played in 52 games this year. I was a confident first one. I don't um, think the rest of them are going to be that confident. Jarnell Stokes. Jarnell Stokes is on the Grizz, so I'm going to say Pelicant. Here's the thing. He did play for the Did he play? He was traded to the Pelicans. Okay. They waived him before he played a game. Interesting. So Pelicant was correct. Okay. Good job. There we go. Way to go. You nailed that one. Two for two. Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette is a Pelican. He is a Pelican. He, he played. got some minutes for them on a 10-day contract, correct? Four games. Four games. Four games. Wow. Look at that. Three for three. Loving this. Jeff Withy. Jeff Withy was drafted by the Pelicans. I'm mm-hmm. going to say Pelican. Pelican. Oh. Uh, your first miss. My he, first miss. But I was right. He was drafted by the Pelicans. He was. He was. And he was on the roster last year. He was not on the team. Did not make it back this, this year. This is getting more fun. Nate Robinson. I'm Pelican gonna say or Pelican? Pelican. Pelican. When did Nate Robinson the play for the Pelicans? The very beginning of the year. The very beginning of the year. He had oh, two man. games. He started one. I missed he that started completely. Uh, yeah. Nate Robinson has get, played in the NBA well, that this makes year sense because they were the they were the first team. We've talked about teams being decimated by entry. They were the first team. It started out started decimated. out just terribly. So that makes sense that Nate Robinson got some burn for the Pelicans. Now these next four. Good luck. Yeah. Ready? Tim Frazier. Oh boy. Pelican or Pelicant? Let's just say Pelican. Pelican is correct. Yes, that was a guess, y'all. Tim Frazier, seven games. Got it. In case, uh, do you know what position Tim Frazier plays? I'm going to say point guard. I have no idea. Jordan Hamilton, Pelican or Pelicant? Well, I know Jordan Hamilton went to Texas. I know he's a small forward. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. (laughs) I will say Pelicant. Pelican. Pelican. Dag on. Jordan Hamilton, two games. He's but are you impressed games. that I knew that he went to Texas? Texas. Yeah. And that he that. is a small forward. Nick Johnson, Pelican or Pelicant? Oh, Nick Johnson was drafted by the Rockets, mm-hmm. went to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I at least know who he is. He played with Aaron Gordon. Played with Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Oh, boy. I actually I saw Nick Johnson play when he was a high school kid. Mm-hmm. From, uh, came from He played at Otterbein University against uh, the North... Oh, Northland team. Yeah, got it. With Trey Burke and Jared Sollinger. Oh, yeah. Fun. And I thought to myself, that's not a really good basketball player. And I was wrong. He played <laughs> him and Tristan Thompson. I was like, who are these guys? I don't get it. <laughs> Both in the NBA now. That goes to show you how much I know. Oh, I'm doing say great. Pelican. Pelican. He's a Pelican. He never played for the Pelicans. Uh, he was traded away from uh, the Rockets. Yeah, to the Nuggets as a part of the Ty Lawson deal. Gotcha. And then. What, hasn't done anything there. I don't even know if he's still on that team. I'm going to be real. Good. Um, next one, Orlando Johnson. Orlando Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'll stick with Pelican. I don't even know Orlando Johnson. Pelican. Oh, my gosh. Five games. He started a game. Good for him. There's a man him. named Orlando Johnson who started a game for the Pelicans this year. Good for Orlando Johnson. You're one, two, three, four, five, six. Correct. Okay. Out, Out of, of a nine. possible nine? That's not bad. So look at that. You know, for I would game, say, I had no and I knew, I knew seven 
mm-hmm. of the nine guys. You didn't know Tim Frazier, Jordan no. Hamilton? No, I didn't know. I didn't know Tim Frazier. I didn't or, know Orlando Johnson. Or Orlando Johnson. Those are the two I was not That's aware right. of. Well, that was a rousing game of Pelican or Pelicant. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we did it too. Because holy crap, some of the people on this team is insane. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was I was really hoping that I was going to fool you with that Nate Robinson, and I'm really glad I did. You got me. Oh, I'm really, I was so stoked. Yes. Um, some other guys who might not be stoked are four teams who are eliminated from the playoffs this week. Right. The New York Knicks. Oh, moment no. of silence. Well, no Chris Dapps in the playoffs this year. No, no Chris sad Dapps. about it. So moment of silence for Knicks season. The uh, Milwaukee Bucks were eliminated. No Giannis in the playoffs. No Giannis. Oh, gosh. The Orlando Magic. No Vucevic. Yeah, they, can, they can do whatever they want. And no New Orleans Pelicans, of course. They were Pelicans this season. <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, the Raptors and the Clippers are going to the playoffs. It's official, as well as the Atlanta Hawks. I don't have that on this list, but they are also official. They're in. They're in. Uh, all three of these teams will be playing in the postseason, uh, as well as, um, well, 13 others. Um, but we're not talking about them right now. Raptors, Clippers, Hawks, all making it in. Good for them. They've made it. Um, the Clippers have clinched, but the Clippers have some work to do. They do. Because they have to integrate a major piece back into their team. It has not played for quite some time. Yeah, Blake Griffin um, got into a fight with his equipment manager, with the also team. friend from what yeah all reports friend punched a man hard enough to break his own hand. Correct. So that's not good, uh, and because of that was um, injured. He was out. Correct. His hand was broken yeah. for. Uh, and some of those pictures are pretty graphic. Oh, His yeah. hand looks like a Mickey Mouse hand. Oh, gosh. Not That's good. Gross. Um, now that he is healthy, he will begin serving his suspension, which, Dan, you had a uh, plan for the Clippers. If I were the Clippers, uh-huh. I feel like, you know, a week ago, if he's healthy enough now, right. you kind of just say, hey, Blake, just throw on some sweats, go do warm-ups, and then, oh, it's first game of suspension. He's, he's serving it now. <laughs> And if he's not ready to go after those four games, you just say, oh, he suffered a setback. Suffered a setback. Suffered a setback in practice. Mm-hmm. But then he, that way he gets those four games under his belt. Now, there's probably some rule that says he has to do X amount of stuff throughout the week to actually be, you know, playing the game. Probably. We don't I know all of the rules. He definitely had to have some sort of medical clear yeah. to then start serving it. It's probably That's, the team medical staff, though. That so. would be my guess. So it might... Come on. You could just I have a team medical conspiracy Doc Rivers ready. Doc yes. Rivers could have fudged that. Yeah. I mean, he's fudged enough things already. But anyway, Shots. starting starting his suspension now could have started it, you know, mm-hmm. week, two weeks early if I were running the show in LA. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for Blake, this all happened because he got in a fight. Another person who got in a fight on the court, Montrez Harrell. If you haven't seen this video, dear goodness, how go long, look it up. How long is it? Um, it's about a minute and a half. The one so, I found is so, about a minute so and a half. Press pause. Go watch the video. Come back, and we'll talk about it. Is everyone ready? Pause. And we're back. Made it back. Everyone watch the video. We're here to discuss. Well, I accidentally clicked out of uh, the internet while I was watching the video. No, so no, my bad. No. But I'm, I'm back. I'm ready to go. We're good. So, uh, Montrose Harrell got in a fight uh, with the D-League team he was playing for. Uh, it was against the... 
The Bakersfield Jam. I'm trying to remember all these D-League teams. It's impressive that you've gotten that far. I know. Like, I had the Bakersfield Jam, and they were playing against uh, something else. Yeah, Charlie, come on, Charlie. You can get that. Uh, Jared, you have this? No, don't. Oh, I, oh, I got it. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Uh, the, wow. Uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers. Rio Grande Valley Vipers. Real team, apparently. It's a lot of names. Love it. Um, Dover's actually the one to show this to me yesterday. He's like, you got to see this video. Oh, it was big. It was um, very big. And so uh, there was a scuffle. Is right at the end of the game. Montrose Harrell goes to shoot a three in the corner to put his team down one, and he missed. They were down four. Why was Montrose Harrell shooting threes? Uh, I don't know. It's a D-League team. He's trying know. to learn, I guess. What are you going to do? Um, and so he misses, and then there's a little scuffle underneath the rim. He, and he goes, he goes for the rebound and just destroys a guy. And, and shoves the Bakersfield Jam guy, and then he feels another hand on him. And Montrez Harrell is not happy with the other person who is touching him. No, you don't put hands on Montrez Harrell. And he shoves the referee oh. who is trying to hold him back from fighting. He he doesn't like – it's not like one of those small pushes – where you like tough guy, just like a little bump no, to the chest. This guy goes yeah. to the ground. He he puts him like thirteen feet out. He shoves this man. We're talking like Meet Joe Black, where Brad Pitt gets hit by the cars, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right on that. Yeah. To the point where the referee, after he gets pushed away, doesn't try to gives. Then you know a, a, a scuffle forms, um, and everyone's trying to shove each other again, so they all look tough. Um, and so a scuffle forms, and. The referee who got shoved just looks at the rest of the scuffle and crosses his arms and is like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. No. I'm not going to be part of this. No, he's <laughs> not one of the jacked NBA officials that all of those guys are running up down the floor doing now. But a uh, yeah. like at the end of the video, yeah. out of the side of the screen comes a cop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like he's like He has his hand ready <laughs> to go. Does he have his gun, his gun brandished? <laughs> it's, it, he has his hand on his gun, just ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's one thing if you shove another player. If you shove a ref who is severely outsized by this man. Right. Like, it's it just not even close. That that just got real tough. So he was suspended for five games, obviously. Right. Um, but, man, if you haven't seen that video by now, when we paused and waited for you. You're missing out. you yeah. got to keep looking at that. Some solid yeah. D-League action. Yeah. Montrez Harrell was not happy on the court. Man who was very happy on the court. In fact, it wasn't a man. It was a very little boy. He uh, During the Knicks game, uh, a, a little child runs out onto the court and gives Carmelo Anthony a big hug. Hmm. He's like, Carmelo. Snug a lot of in there. He's like, I know it's been a bad year, but come here. I got you. We can be buds. It's going to be okay. I've the, got Legos at home. <laughs> yeah. He's probably just trying to invite him to play Legos. Yeah. I bet Lala plays Legos. Possibly. Maybe the Legos. She doesn't have time to do that kind of stuff, though. La Legos. Nice. But thanks. Um, so yeah, Carmelo Anthony got a little support from a, a little fan. That was great to see. We love seeing that. Yeah. Some other crazy things that have gone on this week. LeBron James mm-hmm. sitting out for rest last <laughs> was, night. Was, it really was sitting, he though? really sitting <laughs> is the real question. He was not. He decided to just take it upon himself to start coaching the team. Because no one else is going to. Nope. No one else is going to you know, make the trades. No one else is going <laughs> to sign the free agents. Make triple doubles. No one else is going to make triple doubles. So let's just let LeBron do all of it. I, I'm going to go on a quick rant here. Go for it. As a as a teammate of LeBron's, if if I were ever in that role, I think I'd be just like, dude, shut up! Like, <laughs> you, it's too much, LeBron. It is too much. Now, I, I, I done I, here. I have a hard time saying it because I want to see the Cavs do well mm-hmm. as a an Ohioan, right? But man, I don't know if I can put up with these LeBron James antics anymore, where it's like starving for attention when the spotlight is not on him. 
So doing things to get the spotlight back onto him. So, you know, you've got a bunch of really cool stuff going out west with the Warriors and the Spurs mm-hmm. and some really good teams. So LeBron will do things like tweet out dumb stuff. He'll make sure that people are talking about him. And this is just another instance of him, hey, everyone, I'm not playing tonight, but look at me. Right. Look at me stand up. Look how much. Look how passionate I am about the game. Look how much. Look at my brain. Yeah, look at what I, can't, I know. I can't turn my brain off during the game because it's such a high basketball IQ. I feel guilty saying it as a Cavs fan and wanting mm-hmm. the Cavs to do well. But man, if I were a teammate of his, I can I can see why there's some some riffing within the locker room. Is, right. Man, how do you follow a guy like that? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be your leader, and he's just maybe the most obnoxious person in the organization. Tough to follow that. And if if he's going to be standing up trying to outdo their head coach, who he has put in that position, it's like man, was Tyler to turn around and say, "Look, dude, what do you want? Like, what else do you want? Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out." Is like, I. I would just have be I, I would be in the worst possible position as a player there, right. as a as a guy that's like supposed to be following this entity of LeBron James or yeah. this bigger being Club. that he is. I would have so much. I would have a lot of trouble with it. Who's someone? I, I think Danny Cannell and Ryan Rosillo talk about this on Rosillo and Cannell mm-hmm. one to four ESPN Radio. <laughs> they talk about guys being thirsty. <laughs> And he's a guy who is just super thirsty, just wanting and craving and needing the attention mm-hmm. from others. We're like, dude, you got the night off, man. Just, just kick it. Just, just you can you can do what you're doing in ways that the camera doesn't have to be put on to you. Right. That's my issue. Is like he can do what he was gonna do. He can coach up the guys. He can talk to them throughout the game. You don't have to stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to take over timeouts. Right. You don't have to do that. You can right. do all the things as a leader and as a teammate and as a quote-unquote coach on the floor without having to have the spotlight put on you, and that's my biggest issue with what he's doing. And you know what, Dan? Ditto. Thanks. You did, you nailed it. I appreciate it. Nothing more needs to be said. Good LeBron, deal. stick to playing. Just play the game, bud. Play it up. Uh, somebody who played the game for a short while did yep. a very good job. Yes. Yao Ming apparently will be elected to the Hall of Fame. Oh. The Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. Good that for was, Yao. Uh, today that was announced. Now, Yao Ming, in case you are unaware, uh, Chinese-born player. Yes. Uh, like Ambassador of the game. 8,000 feet tall. Yes. I think. Um, approximately 8,000 yeah. feet. Uh, only, the metric system we talked yeah. about. We're not really metric sure how it system. works out. Metric system. Uh, he only played eight years in the league and is uh, going to make it into the Hall of Fame. Correct. Which is a little weird. And so we thought that we would break this down in a segment that we've had here before, NBA Jeopardy. NBA Jeopardy. Da-da, da-da. Careful. Da-da, da-da, That's da-da, the wrong song. Da-da, yeah, he did da-da, it again. Da-da, 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 That's how we can get away with saying da-da, NBA Jeopardy is we yeah, see the phrase is right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we have our own uh, Alix Trebike. Hello. You have to mispronounce it. So you have to. You don't get sued. Nope. Uh, Hello, and that's I'm actually Alex Gyro. And uh, he has our answer. Gyro, hit it. This player, who played eight seasons or less, is a lock for the Hall of Fame if they ended their career after this season. So current players okay. that are playing right now yes. have played eight seasons or less in the NBA. Okay. If their season ended now, they would be a lock. Interesting. I think that we have two surefire, and then we have a couple that we want to argue about. So first... yeah. What surefire that I, I you gotta you go, go? Yeah, you start off. Who is Steph Curry? Yes. 
the best shooter we've ever seen in the history of the planet of the earth of the world. Yes. We've talked about it a thousand times. Steph Curry is incredible and he's one of a kind and he's completely changed the game uh, for in the craziest way possible to the point where we want to actually change how the floor looks. Right. People are discussing this. That is how good Steph Curry is. Correct. Uh, he has already won a championship. He's already won an MVP. No single player who has ever won an MVP has not been a uh, Hall of Famer. Right. So I lock uh, Steph Curry. If he ended today, no question. He's yes. in the Hall of Fame. My first response as our second. Yes. No mm-hmm. questions asked. Who is Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook. Love it. He has played in NBA finals ahead of schedule. Yep. He's been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's had big moments in the playoffs. He is consistently one of the hardest players in the game every season he's been in the NBA. And earlier, you mentioned him with two names, Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Correct. And he was in a conversation with them. Yeah, so if you have that kind of statistics to back up who you are as a player, it's no question. Done. He is an alpha dog of the NBA throughout his eight-year career. Now, he is he, he is in that right on that year. He's, he is in his... He is in his eighth season, so Correct. he's right in that wheelhouse of where we are, but he's consistently one of the top five players in the league over the last five seasons, mm-hmm. and no questions asked for me, he is in the NBA Hall of Fame. Correct. Uh, we had a, a few questions, things that we yep. want to see what we can do. Um, I want to make the argument for who is Clay Thompson. Interesting. Again, we, we talk about Steph Curry is one of the greatest shooters of all time, or Correct. is the greatest shooter of all time. Clay Thompson is like top five at this point. What's funny that you get kind of overshadowed by Steph. Right. If he wasn't, well, I mean, he wouldn't be the player that he is without the space that Steph Curry provides. But still. But I also think that there's a good amount that Steph Curry does that is opened up because of Klay Thompson. Right. And I think at this point in time, what he has created, what the Splash Brothers have done, again, winning a championship, making uh, all-star appearances year in and year out, um, since they have reached their primes um, and creating one of the greatest teams that the league has ever seen this year, I think Clay Thompson could get in. It's not the first ballot, maybe not the second ballot, but after a few years, I think that Clay Thompson would make it in. He's in. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to agree with you. I, I like think him. he is, of this generation of guys, mm-hmm. he's a guy that stands out as someone who is different. Awesome. So I would agree. I, I would say that. yes. Thank in. you. My next kind of a, let's bring up the discussion is who is Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. Love it. In his fifth year in the league. Mm -hmm. Let's just run through some stats. His first year in the league, very modest, seven points, 7.9 points, five boards a game. So not a, oh my gosh, this guy's taking over. Second year in the league, getting better, 12 and six. Third year in the league, 13 and six. Fourth year in the league, 16 and a half and seven. And then this season, he's averaging 21 and seven. (sighs) That's so good. Now, not only that, but he was the 2015 Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. He was last year's Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. It's very possible that he could have been the Finals MVP the year in 2013 where they lost to the Heat on a Ray Allen shot. Right. He averaged 14 <sighs> and 11 and guarded LeBron the entire series. Mm-hmm. So he is a guy who's definitely on the upswing. It's because of that upswing, I would just say, he is a guy for me that will be in because he's going to be looped in or lumped in with the Spurs, Popovich, Duncan, mm-hmm. Parker, Ginobili group of guys as a right. guy who's kind of handed the torch after mm-hmm. that. So for me, I feel like he's a guy that is in just based on the last two years. All-star, right. MVP of the NBA Finals, Defensive, Defensive Player, Player of the, the year. year. Yeah, I think just because of that, I think he's in. All right. I think that's tough. I mean, because he's yeah. only been in five seasons. You know, that's real it's, hard. It's very so – he's still young. 
Uh, I like the pick. Uh, the other one that I wanted to hit was who is Marcus All? Marcus All uh, is uh, one of the best centers in the NBA right now, and yes. he's injured, so not right this very second. Not today, but um, he has what what a lot of uh, other players going for them is that he is international. Uh, he's from Spain, right? And so a lot of that international stuff g- gives them a little bit of a bump. Um, Yao Ming from China, right. Marcus All from Spain, right? Um, he was a defensive player of the year. He anchored some great defenses. He started an all-star game last year against his brother. Right. Um, they did the tip-off together, which was awesome. Um, I think Marcus saw, you know, this is his eighth season. Um, but I think that with, with being a Spaniard, being the great defensive player that he is, and, and being the leader of a, a you know, a, a notable Grizzlies team, the grit and grind era, Right. I think that uh, he could make it into the Hall of Fame. I think it'd be interesting. It'd be fun. I'm not as certain of that one as Clay Thompson, but I think eventually I hope he gets going to be in the league. In I the, think in the NBA Hall of Fame. I think Marcus Saul is more likely to get in the Hall of Fame than Clay Thompson. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, in uh, 14 years, we'll come back to this. We will, because uh, hopefully we'll be doing it for that long. Yep. Dover, make a note. Dover, make a note. 14 years. Thank you, Dover. Good deal. Uh, we love playing games. Another game that we started a few weeks ago. Family Alma Matters. Uh, this is based on our March Madness picks that we made, uh, what, two episodes ago now? Yes. Episode we'll do a just, qu- just quick, quick, quick update on this. Yep. Mainly because North Carolina has advanced to the Final Four. Oh, wow. You want to talk about the Tar Heels? So I just want to talk about University of North Carolina making their way Whatever. to the Final Four. Big, exciting stuff. That being said, I have Harrison Barnes on my team. He is the only player on my team that is left. Yep. I have Kyle Lowry, left for Villanova. Left for Villanova. Uh, Which so, is bad because I have Oklahoma winning the championship in my bracket. So yes, we'll so, see what happens. We'll there. See what happens there. So that was just a quick little update yep. on the family all matters. And then next week we'll have the culmination of the NCAA basketball season on Monday night. So we'll be able to give you the final statistics on who won right. family all matters. Yep, yep. And it'll be our tiebreaker from the All Star stuff. Going exactly. On. Um, and now, of course, our favorite, my favorite portion of the so, so show, of the so show, favorite portion of the show it is keeping up with chris Tapps. this past week chris Tapps tied his career high with 29 points 10 boards and a nasty one-handed dunk in traffic against the mm-hmm. chicago bulls was very happy with the way he played mm-hmm. stepped out knocked down threes showed the ability to kind of go off the dribble and knock down some shots and then showed you the complete athleticism that he has by raising up and dunking over everybody else uh, this past week, he had a really solid week. Um, in the four games he played, he averaged 20.8 points per game and nine rebounds per game. Whew. He is finishing up this season very strong. He went through that little rookie lull there about four weeks back, but he's finishing up the season strong, going into the offseason with that confidence of finishing up an NBA season under his belt. Yeah, Not going to push Carl Anthony Towns, I believe, for the rookie of the year. But Carl Towns. Carl Towns. Yes, Carl Towns. He hasn't earned that Anthony yet. Um, not going to be pushing him for that rookie of the year spot, but is mm-hmm. in the conversation. You know, I think yep. it's kind of a foregone conclusion that Towns is going to get it, but he will at least be a guy that you can discuss as a legitimate guy who could have that rookie of the year honor. So, and we had a nice little picture of uh, oh, this Chris Stapps wearing the Andre Kirilenko jersey. Yeah, from back when he was like fourteen or something. Exactly. He, he, he and, and he already looked like he was six foot ten <laughs> in that picture. Andre Karolinko, one of my favorite nicknames, AK-47. He was yeah. number 47. Yeah. One with AK-47. Love Russian. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of guys that were allowed to, uh, well, before we get into that, before we get into that, that was 
keeping up with Chris Stapps. Back to me, Chuck. So, <laughs> what happened? Andre Kirilenko is married. Uh-huh. Now, this was like five years ago. I have to go back and find yeah. the exact... So exact... like a, a former Russian pop star. Yeah. Or something. So, we've been talking a little bit about NBA players kind of running around uh-huh. on their wives. So, Kirilenko and his wife had an agreement that he was allowed to step out on her one time what like forever no per year oh per year once per year once per year this is some davy jones stuff and like, she allowed it <laughs> as long as he was up front with her said this is where i'm stepping out he was allowed to do it an one annual hall pass an annual hall pass wow yes did not think we get that story on the pod but we got it thanks a lot andre kirilenko really weird yes love it well what a great way to finish Subtly up transition to the end of the show. <laughs> uh, we love to play some games at the end of our show. We started out with Gyro with our trivia question. Oh, yeah. Right now, Dan has seven points. I have five, uh, if you're keeping track at home. And um, we don't know what those numbers mean right now. The, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there you Who's go. Who's lying? Who's stealing stuff from everybody? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why make up our own things when you can take it from other smarter people? Gyro, what's our trivia question today? This is a... Uh Easier one for you guys. Just one point available. Okay. Oh. Alrighty. I'm scared. It's about the Warriors. Uh-huh. How many logos have they had? What the farts? That's a good question. That is a good question. I'm upset about it. Um, I can think of... All right. I have... Um, I've got my answer written down. Because I had a pen and paper this week. Uh, I have a question. I have a question. Okay. That's not part of this game. No, but it, I need clarified. Do you can can you restate the question for me again? Just restate the question for me. The Warriors have had a certain number of logos in their history. Okay, how many? The logos? Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. Do you mean the Golden State Warriors or the Warriors? Oh no, the Warriors. Okay. All righty, that changes things. Done. Got it. Let's go. Dan. 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 I wrote. Oh, sorry, sorry, y'all. I wrote down the number six. Ooh, I wrote down the number nine. It was ten. Oh, <laughs> nicely done. Up. See, that was if it was. I actually had the number six written down, um, but then I wanted the clarification of whether or not it was Golden State or just the entire Warriors it's franchise. Just the entire yeah. Warriors. So I I put a few on because uh, all Here, the, Charlie, some of the other let's, stuff. Let's test your Philadelphia. Your your Warriors knowledge. When was the last the the most recent logo act like put into effect um well i think well 2007 was when i think they changed their jerseys so i'm gonna go is it 2007 no it's 2011 2011 was it their new jersey the recent the most recent logo that we all know and love right now well they had like that that blue warrior it's i mean it's only iconic in one particular moment it's jason richardson's uh, dunk contest like that's what i think of every time i think of some of those old jerseys and i thought that was the last time that was uh, it. the blue warrior with the lightning bolt. yeah 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 i'll oh, see to 2010 so, you know i think oh, of that 10 see i think of that logo as the baron davis dunk logo oh right oh yeah on andre kirilenko speaking wow full, full circle. circle nailed it uh we also like to play a game called if it hits i'm a genius we uh get our best educated guesses and we try to put these predictions to the test for the coming week and see who can be named a genius. Uh, last week, I said that DeAndre Jordan would uh, do very well against the Portland Trailblazers. 
20 points, 18 rebounds, uh, six blocks, and he would not miss a single free throw. And instead, he did 12 points, 13 rebounds. That was the closest one. Zero blocks, no blocks at all. And then he missed 10. ten. He missed 10, ten free rebounds. Ten, 10 free throws. 10 free throws. He missed rebounds. 10 free throws. Uh, so that didn't yeah. work out. Uh, Dan, yes. you decided you wanted to piss me off last week with yours. And you know what? I'm just glad I didn't get slapped this week. I'm sure the right. audience <sighs> is not happy about that. But a 117 to 105 victory for the Warriors over the 76ers, closer than we had probably thought. <laughs> right. Well, I had a buddy who was texting me. He's like, man, there's there's six minutes left. And they're down 16. They could they could really go to 25. They, they totally could, could if they wanted to. Oh, man. And they, they just had to hold back, I guess. Uh, Dover, you thought that Melo would get a triple-double, and uh, he did not. Oh, he, you okay. thought he'd get in on this triple-double madness. He did not. Quick question for you, Dover. I looked this up. Uh, how many times has Carmelo Anthony ever gotten a triple-double in, in his entire career? Ooh, okay. Do you know? I need you to give me a quick answer. Eight. Two. Two times. Two times. Never really wow. high at nine, but look at it now. Is he two? Uh, two. Didn't go well for him. Probably low on the uh, rebounds or assists. Which one? Because I know he gets a lot of points. Oh, of course he gets a lot of points. Um, he doesn't like to pass the ball. The ball yeah. gets yeah. in his hands, the and then it gets stopper. in no one else's hands. Yes. No assists for Carmelo. No. Carmelo no assists. Um. So that is uh, our last week's recap. So uh, this, this week. week we want to take a look at a few different things. Dan. Yes. You have the name of a person. We've been talking quite a bit about this episode already written down. Correct. So D'Angelo Russell has been a hot topic this week, whether or not he did or did not do the right thing by mm-hmm. releasing a video of uh, a player, you know, doing a bunch of things he probably should be doing, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of just craziness going around D'Angelo Russell right now in that team. My guess, it blows over within the week. They play the Clippers this week between now and next Wednesday in the Staples Center in the Staples Center I'm going to say D'Angelo Russell in the midst of this chaos in the midst of a tough time going on with teammates they're going to bring him back into the fold they're going to say hey you're back bud he's going to go for 31 points against the Clippers and Chris Paul who do you think in that locker room is going to be the mature voice of reason here and be like you know what we need to settle our differences and move forward because it certainly isn't going to be Kobe because nope. he doesn't give a crap because he's out it's not going to be Nick Young obviously because he's in the middle of this yep. it's not going to be Julius Randle or Jordan Clarkson they haven't earned that Roy Hibbert hasn't done anything productive at all in the NBA in the last two years no he and Byron not. Scott is a crazy person so who in the world do you think is going, you know what? Let's kumbaya this, boys. Let's kumbaya. Let's get together. D'Angelo, we need you to go off. We need to show that we're supporting our teammates. I don't think they're going to show do the whole, like, hey, we're going to show you. Uh-huh. But the crazy thing about this segment is if it hits, I'm a genius. <laughs> so if this hits, it's like, man, they really rebounded quick from that basketball pun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my if it hits, I'm a genius. Uh, I'm looking at the Toronto Raptors. They have the Atlanta Hawks, the Memphis Grizzlies, the San Antonio Spurs coming up. Uh, two games against, obviously, tops, near top seeds in each conference in the Spurs and the Hawks. And a team in the Grizzlies who's trying to figure things out. I'm thinking they're going to win all three games, and they're going to win by an average of 15 points. Ooh. I think that the Raptors are trying to make a move. Now, I'm a little worried. I'm a little already because uh kyle lowry bumped his elbow right. uh, and it's not going great. and everyone's talking about we've never we known what's going to happen with damari carroll at this point so we'll see what happens yeah uh i think that they want to turn it on and really show that they can make a push going into the playoffs and keep that momentum going good one thanks i like it dover 
Dover. Dover. Mine, what are you going to say? Mine's about Blake Griffin. Ooh. He's Blake Griffin on your head. Currently serving his suspension. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back from that suspension against Washington on Sunday, April 3rd. The day before my 23rd birthday. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday is on that Monday. Yeah. Shout, out, yeah. shout out to yourself. Shout out Quick to shout out to Chuck. me. Okay. Anyways. I think Blake Griffin is going to score less than six points. Ooh. Less than, six points. Less than four rebounds. Wow. And missed 12 free throws. Wow. That's a lot of misses of free throws. I love I love this. I love that he thinks that he's going to get to the free throw line that much just to miss 12. Well, just to miss 12. Him, yeah. See, you can, I I will I will grant you the opportunity to bring that down if you want to. Cuz it's high. 8. All okay. Right. I can eight. stick with 8. It's good. 8's good. great. 6 I mean the 6 points is the is the kicker there. Oh yeah. Yes. He's going to have a real bad night. Um we'll see what happens. I'll I'll allow that. I like it. It's it's in the opposite direction of what they normally are, but oh, we'll yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. All right, well, we appreciate you sitting here and chatting with us. If you would like to be part of the chat, make sure you find us on Twitter at hack underscore uh underscore chat or email us at hackachatcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think that D'Angelo Russell should do to get back in the good folds of Nick Young. Uh, if you would like to find me on Twitter, I'm at Cleep3. Gyro's on Twitter at JTD Perk. Dan is not on Twitter at all nope. because he's never seen a phone in his life. Nope. Actually, no phone. Don't know we even know how they work. Yep, so it's fine. We'll worry, worry about that some other time. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to Tim Piscitelli for making our theme music. Go find him on SoundCloud. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can also find us on iTunes. Of course, you can subscribe, rate, and review. Make sure you uh, share it with your friends. Get it out there. Uh, we've had a great show. No, we have I not really had a great show. We almost had a great show. No, but we've had we a phenomenal show. we have not talked about Harold Miner yet. Oh, my God. You know I, how he would talk about Iggy Azalea. You know he, how he would have reacted to being filmed. Mm-hmm. He would have dunked on somebody because that's what Harold Miner did. I would He was know. a dunk champion. I wouldn't know. He I don't wore know number thirty-two. Him. He went to the University of Miami. Can we just talk about him? No, we don't have enough time. We're already running super long. We are. So next week. <sighs> All right, next week. Okay, next week. And until then, make sure you travel safe. Be good to one another, and ball out. <laughs> <laughs>